Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. As always, please beware of spoilers, otherwise you might find out that there's a rat under that chef hat and he's got skills. <laughs> That's right, this week we are discussing foodie movies. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and since Jeremy and Sonia didn't get enough pledges for the Radiothon, they both were unceremoniously uh, executed by the CJTR Big Waves. <laughs> Actually, Sonia's on assignment seeing Beyonce in Vancouver, and Ellen is sick today, so Jeremy is doing some Florence Nightingale cosplay. <laughs> but instead, I have two amazing co-hosts in the sh- for the show in the studio. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, first is home cook and professional hostess and my friend, Fran Tammen. <laughs> Hello. Um, I've eaten twice in your house this very week. That is true. I didn't uh, host both of them, but... Well, yeah, your mother made a delicious Iranian meal, and then you made homemade dumplings. Uh, yeah, Singapore-inspired meal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's a very multi We read uh, Crazy Rich Asians for book club, Oh. so I had to experiment with a steamer. <laughs> and you did great with that steamer. <laughs> um, yeah, pleasure to have you. And our other guest is a contestant on currently airing a show, The Great Canadian Baking Show, Season 2, Devin Stoltz. Hello. Woo. Welcome, Devin. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, how are things going on the show? I just watched the first two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's another episode on tonight. It's Bread Week. Oh, Bread Week. I can't talk about it that much, other than we'll be making bread. So tune in. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's a spoiler. <laughs> Um, I another spoiler is that you guys should all keep watching because Devin's still on. I yeah, I'm still on the show. Still kicking. Or will I be after tonight? I don't know. I uh, I'm trying at, to read your I, face. At, uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Tune in at eight uh, at eight p.m. on CBC. Um, I watched the first two last night, and it was so crazy intense. It is intense, and when we film it, there's no string music. Um, but when you watch it, there's very intense string music, and so I feel I my heart rate goes up, and I and I know what happens. Mm-hmm. It's very but stressful. Even though, like, yeah, it is so pastoral and like relaxing, even yeah. with this like, even though it was trying to build some attention, but I was like, it, you know, everyone's very peaceful. <laughs> it's such there's a no strange. Place. It's such a strange thing because it's like we're all very friendly and we're all very happy, and it's very like relaxing and fun to watch. But at the same time, you're just like so nervous for these people because the cake could just collapse or the bread could, you know, not do what bread does and not rise. That's the thing with baking is that it is so, it's so stressful. Yeah, it is. Baking is hard. When you have something go awry when you're baking, it just feels like the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because you basically should just start over. Yeah, it's like when you try to make like a meringue or something and it's not coming together. It's like not thickening and you're just like, no, a dozen eggs. And then you just feel I like a garbage person. Yeah. Because you're just like, well, my self-worth is in this meringue that yeah. is garbage. And then you'll punish yourself by Eating trying to eat that, that meringue. <laughs> I stress eat all the time, constantly. I'll bake something and be like, this is gross, and then I'll eat all of it. You're like, that's your punishment? Yeah. Eat the bad food. For being food. a bad baker. <laughs> and like, each episode is like three very intense challenges. They are. The hardest is the technical challenge, which they give us a recipe and we, there's no information. So there's no Ooh. bake time. There's no like quantities. And so they're just like, good luck, go. Um, so that's really hard. Oh, I'm dying to watch it. I, uh, yeah, you can watch it on CBC. I yeah. plan on doing that. Um, I meant to watch it before I met you and I was like, I didn't. Maybe I could fake no, it's it. Fine. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It is great because it's free and it's uh, very easy to watch. But the same four commercials play yes constantly. For and and for like Robin Hood flower. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Like, <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. 
Um, my grandfather was a miller at Robin Hood Flower for like 50 years or something. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Was his only Miller. job, I think. <laughs> cool. Head Miller. Did he? Head Miller. Does he continue to mill to this day? He doesn't mill to this day, but his retirement cake was a like shaped like a Robin Hood bag of flour. Cool. I remember That's that from sweet. my childhood. It was cute. Yeah. Um, I love that. So we have like a family allegiance to the brand. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So you watch those ads and you're just like... I'm that's, like, oh. th- that's it. If you watch the show, you'll be supporting the family <laughs> legacy. Well, they used to have that cute little redheaded girl as their spokes spokes kid. Mm, I don't trust a spokes kid. <laughs> a spokes, spokes kid. child. Spokes child Animated in general. Spokes I'm like, kid. Mm, redhead. Thank you. <laughs> um, I also wanted to just lightly touch on when you exclaimed in one episode and you said holy bananas i did say holy bananas oh, and i thought that was great yeah, that's yeah. a radio appropriate exclamation <laughs> yeah, you I can could, say that on the I show i could say that right now I, I said holy bananas a lot but they didn't use it or they haven't yet well they're bananas like, yeah what's a banoonie <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing yeah it's not a thing okay i'm so pleased to have both your skills in the studio this week because we're going to chat some food movies um but First, I guess, what did both of you, what did you, when did you realize cooking was for you? And it doesn't really have, it doesn't have to be a cooking film, but it was something that I was thinking about because I loved, I didn't, I wouldn't have a lot of cooking shows or anything to get me interested, but I love cooking. Mm -hmm. But I think I could trace it back to the Little Mermaid, like, lobster scene. Where I was like, <laughs> cooking is dangerous and delicious, <laughs> and you can be a, a fat singing chef. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I, I thought you were going to identify with the crab. I never identified with like, the crab. You're like, I'm the chef. I am the chef. Oh my goodness. Do you want to go first? Unless you have a really good one. Uh, you can go first. Okay, I'll try. I need to think. Um, we always cooked together, or baked mostly, when I was a kid, my mom and I, and... We used to pretend we got really into like the Food Network. I think mm-hmm. you got like free trial for a long time, and we were really into watching cooking shows. Um, and so we used to pretend to like have a cooking show in our kitchen. We called it Kelly's Kitchen, That's which so is my mom's cute. name. Cute. And we would pretend like we were talking to a camera, and we'd be like, "Now you add the eggs," <laughs> and um, we loved it. And whenever like my cousins or, or I think. I think probably just like my one cousin would come over. We'd pretend to do a baking show. And then that kind of spun off into me and my cousin pretending to play Iron Chef um, a lot. And the secret ingredient was like marble cheese. Right. (laughs) You know, and then we'd make my mom eat our disgusting (laughs) creations. And we just always loved it. (laughs) Yeah, we, I don't know. My mom always just let me kind of play around in the kitchen with no supervision, I think, because she was like, if she was home, I mean, she'd be like, go for it. Just try it out. So, me and I love that. Yeah, Do you like Kelly's Ke- a great cook. She is, yeah. But through I think like a lot of time, because I don't remember eating a ton of like gourmet food as a kid. But once she had that empty nest, oh yeah, she's yeah. Fill, really taken of off. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's getting an Iron Chef. We what? There's a Iron Chef Canada show that's starting soon. I think. Spoiler alert! Wow. Well, maybe not. A that's spoiler. not spoiler. That's <laughs> exciting. That's, that's an Plain old cool. It's on the ground announcement. Uh, I'm so excited for it. I love Iron Chef. That's very good. Yeah, I'm, so I'm freaked out by Iron Chef. I um, really like to plan. <laughs> even though Iron Chef is like a competition and it's all about time, which is normally a show that I find difficult to watch. Uh-huh. Iron Chef for me, I don't know why. I'm so nostalgic that's for Iron so Chef, good. but like the old, old yeah. one. 
Iron Chef. Right. That like low budget set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love cuisine. Yeah. So I was like, good. What does he say? <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Growing up, I grew up on a farm, and so we grew all of our own vegetables. My dad like hunted, and we fished. So I had like this really interesting relationship with food. And then my like all the women in my family are really great bakers, and I was just this little boy who wanted to sit on the counter and lick spoons and beers. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of why I started cooking. I don't know. It's always been a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we're talking about like shows, I know this is a movie um, show, but there is a show. It was called The Peasant Chef. Do you know it? it oh, is it like familiar. a Canadian, like a CTV yeah, yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I think it was CTV. And so on this on our farm, we only got like CTV and CBC for a while. So that we would watch the peasant chef and it, he was just this like I think he was bald I'm not sure and we'd watch him cook and it was so relaxing and then there was another show called Walk with Yan oh I oh, remember I Walk remember with Yan yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I grew up just watching Walk with Yan and Anna oh. Olsen she bakes a lot oh, she's yeah. really great Anna yeah Olsen. so also Canadian I forgot hey, about those little like old CBC cooking shows yeah Walk um, with Yan R.I.P. Because yeah. I don't know if Yan is walking anywhere yeah. <laughs> to this day where's Yan right now <laughs> Man. Just for yeah. <laughs> um, what films make you guys want to cook? Oh, are there any good? There's so many. Problem is, like a lot of films make me want to eat. They don't always necessarily make me want to cook. That's true. Huh. Like, like there are certain like scenes from movies that I'm like, oh, I want to eat that because uh-huh. it's something I haven't eaten or rarely eat. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, the scene in Marie Antoinette with Kristen uh-huh. Dunst. Where she's eating all those beautiful pastries from the, forget the name of that pastry shop right. in, in Paris, that's so famous, and she's um, eating all of these amazing plates of like pastry, and there's champagne everywhere, and like beautiful women and dogs and shoes and dresses, and I'm like, I want to be there eating the food. It looks so good. Sofia Cop. Coppola, that's the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does really interesting stuff with food in that movie and also in Lost in Translation. There's a lot of scenes oh. around like Japanese food, mm. which I don't know if I don't know. I wouldn't consider Lost in Translation a food movie. No, but no, but like it features in. There's food. There is food in yeah. it. Yeah, I watched last night in preparation for this. I watched half of. Julia and Julia. Oh Julia, my God. Julia and Julia. Yeah. That title drives me crazy. Yeah, it's very <laughs> Julia hard. and Julia. I, um, I watched half of it because I sped through the Amy Adams. I should have done that. I <laughs> should have done that as well. We all should have just got together yeah. and done it. She, that character, because like we can all agree that Meryl is, is an ascended being. Phenomenal. She's so good. As per usual. And makes me want to cook. Actually, Mar- yeah, you're right. She does. That yeah. makes me want to cook. The Amy Adams portion of, the, of that movie is painful. Her haircut looks like a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. That's a real bad. And she's like insufferable. Like, I'm like, okay, I don't feel bad for you. You're cooking through a cookbook. I, I wrote on my page, I don't want her to be successful. <laughs> Which is like, because she's so needy and she's so whiny yeah. and she's just like, no one believes in me. And I'm like, no one wants to believe in you. You suck. She's yeah. having a tantrum on the floor and you're just like, girl. And Chris I- Messina's just like casually like walking over her basically oh, as she's so having the good. worst tantrum. Yeah. Ugh. She's and she, hard. There's that part that drove me so crazy where she was like talking about Julia Childs and she's like um, they were having people over and she's like we didn't have just any beef boeuf bourguignon 
but Julia Child's Wolf Bourguignon. And she said it like four times in a row. Yeah. And I was just like, shut up, <laughs> Julie, shut up. I mean, she was driving me so nuts. Every nice. time the character of Julie talks about Julia Child, it's insufferable, kind of, because it yeah. sounds so fake. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably just the writing is like bad because mm-hmm. I do like Amy Adams. Oh but, yeah, she's um, a great actress. But. but the but the wording is so awkward and it feels so like like sixteen year old diary kind of like and it feels like Julia's there with me and I'm like, No, it doesn't. Who's ever said that? Like and meant it. <laughs> She is, yeah, she's a freak. The way, like, if I was her friend, <laughs> I would be like, Julie, you are talking about Julia. Like, every time that they see her, she's like, I feel like Julia, like, is proud of me. And Julia's, like, drinking me up. And, like, Julia is not thinking about you. Yeah. And when she does, she doesn't like you either. That's the best part of the movie, when Julia Child (laughs) doesn't approve of the project. Oh, yeah. I do wish that Meryl pulled up one last Julia impression as, like, super aged and just, like, like made an appearance in her modern day, 2002. We could wish. And also Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. he's not his Tucci is. <laughs> he's so Tucci. <laughs> he's so Tucci. He's so kind and yeah. uh, and handsome and believes in her so much. So oh, my good. God. There's and so many moments where the two of them kind of, like, make me tear up with their love. <laughs> oh, when he's just like, you're the bread to my butter, the breath to my life. Julia. Yeah. And I'm like. I love oh. you, darling girl. <gasps> darling you girl. Can, like, I watched this last night. I couldn't quote this. <laughs> well, I, that one stuck to me. That's really struck with me. Yeah. Yeah. But they're yeah. all wearing a big red heart pin to their jackets. So yeah, cute. It's a fun Valentine. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. But that movie, the beginning, where they serve her the fish at the restaurant. The butterfish. Yeah, and oh. she, the way she just, like, separates it so, like, expertly, just, like, debones it. I thought the waiter does it. Oh, maybe. I think it's, like, one of those swanky restaurants. Oh, but they do it, do it for you. <laughs> but you're right. That moment where she's chopping onions does make me uh, want a cook because she's like, you should have seen the way they looked at me. And, like, she's so determined yeah. to just get it right. She's so disarming and outrageous, but, like, so sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- that there were some parts in that film that did make me, like, want to make food, like frying mushrooms and butter and, like, yep. things like that. But then there was the... When she deboned the duck and then like sewed it up like a Frankenstein and <laughs> put it in pastry and it was like this looks crazy yeah. probably delish and I'm were you, were you into it? well I was into it once it was in the pastry I'll eat almost anything in a pastry yeah. cover in <laughs> yeah. pastry I'm in <laughs> duck is good duck yeah is duck is real good, good. Um, did you guys this is I should have looked this up before but do you remember that when there was a man who was writing a blog of where he watched Julie and Julia every day for a year and blogged about it. <laughs> no. sort of like meta project. It was very no. funny. I remember following it for a while. How did he stay, like, how did he watch it every day for he a year? He was starting to go crazy. I, love I remember, it. like, cutting into it every once in a while, like, around the six-month mark, and he would just be like, the number of times, like, this color appears in the film. <laughs> like, he was just trying to find projects for himself. Oh, goodness. Oh. Yeah. And Jane Lynch is this As her sister? sister? So good. It's such a cute movie. Yeah. <laughs> half of it. Half yeah. of it. Half of it is But you know cute. what? That one half is so unbelievably cute. It makes up for the half that's kind of lame. That's like, yeah. Oh, God. I just imagine someone editing that to watch only the Amy Adams part. 
I'm oh. sure it's a nightmare. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I was going to say that must exist. No, but the other side of that. Yeah, yeah I've heard exist. that somebody has done yeah. that before, but uh, I, I haven't found on the internet. <laughs> um, also, this is just like another Stanley Tucci that I was thinking of, but when he was. <laughs> He was being like McCarthy grilled about something, right? Because he was like a I don't know. They were in China. They were in China. And, oh right. And um, they were like, "Are you a homosexual?" And he kind of like laughs and says, "No." And I feel like it was a nod to like Stanley Tucci in general. Right? Yeah. So it's like you might think so, but I you will never that. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are there any films that you guys think make food look? Unappetizing. Yes. Well, Devin and I definitely agree on this. Yeah. Which one do you agree on? Uh, I will set this up because yeah. I watched it last night before I watched Julian and Julia. And I, I chose a four-minute long video, and I thought I could do this. Uh, it's the four minutes of, um, what's his name? The kid? Bruce. Bruce from <laughs> oh. Matilda yeah, yeah, yeah. eating chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. That was disgusting, and I think it really sets it up when Trenchbull says, like, the cookie put oh, her yeah. blood, sweat, and tears into this cake, Yeah, which I know now is just a, uh, you know, a saying, but as a child, yeah. I was like, I also think, wait, her blood? Yeah, her in that sweat? context, I feel like you're supposed to believe it is her blood and yeah, her sweat, because Roald so. Dahl is so, like, he's, kooky like that. Oh, like, he's less than kooky. He's, like, he's kind of... Frightening. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's actually. Yeah, his scary. children's books are terrifying. They're very like, scary. Even though I love Matilda as a child, that I was telling Devin earlier, I can't. I could never watch that cake scene. I found it so unbelievably disturbing. Yeah. Like first he eats the handful of like that slice of cake, which looks pretty good, and then Cookie brings out the enormous cake. It's like two feet in diameter. It's huge, it's gigantic, double layer chocolate cake, and it actually looks revolting at that point because it's too much. And yeah. he, that kid. Just like it's smeared like everywhere, and he's just like, uh-huh. oh, yeah. and like the way it's shot is like from his like belly button. It just <laughs> yeah. be like, it's too everything in that scene is too shiny. It's also <laughs> shiny and greasy. You're right. The, yeah, I mean, I w- the video is four minutes long. I got halfway through. I had to pause it for a little like recess, mm-hmm. and then I finished it. But oh, it was so disturbing. And then at the end, Trenchbull like smashes the plate over this poor kid's head. Right, I forgot yeah. she does that. She, so oh, that's the least of the <laughs> uh, child abuse that she does in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Film. Yeah, I think they. Um, I remember that they. I think those two characters filmed that scene again, like twenty years later. Really? Yeah, what? as like adults, or he was an adult, and she is just an older adult. I okay. And another note about that is, I am also a teacher, and so I watched that, and I thought, okay, so they have the whole, all of these kids are all watching this. What is the pedagogical value? And I know maybe this should have been on the 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 school back to school episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, what is the value of having these children watch this kid? eat this giant cake it's just like that i don't know if she was trying to mortify him or just like she wanted him to never do it again she does not value pedagogy she (laughs) values fear no yeah what's the thing the chokey the chokey where the kids go a a closet full of nails it's like a full (laughs) an iron maiden iron maiden and uh and she just will whip a girl over a fence by her pigtails and food comes up in that movie also, with Miss Honey talking about how her father had, like, that cigar box or something full of chocolates. Oh, yeah. And then uh, her aunt, Trenchbolt, doesn't let her have the chocolates anymore. 
And when she eats them, she shoves them in so nasty. Oh, yeah. She's like, I don't remember that. Full Bruce. (laughs) Yeah, she goes Bruce on those chocolates. You know what that does remind me of, though? Another movie that makes candy unappealing to me. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. oh we talking Augustus Gloop or well, all parts? Oh, we're There's talking Gloop for a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Drinking from that chocolate river. Yeah. Disturbing. Oh. There are some scenes in that movie. I'm talking about the old one. I don't know much about the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, you don't know me. But the old one, okay, so there's the scene where they walk in and it's like beautiful and it's colorful and it's great. But then after that, it's just like a food horror roller coaster. Yeah, it's like Saw. Yeah. Like candy. <laughs> it is. I want that wallpaper so bad. The one that they lick? Yeah. Because yeah. of the Actually, okay, have you ever watched the Heston Blumenthal um, show where he used to like recreate, he'd bring like guests in for a crazy dinner party with a theme? Oh, And no. in one of them he does Alice in Wonderland and he takes them through, he makes like an edible wallpaper. You can find it on YouTube. Oh my God! Just and they, the guest, yeah, like, the guests like <laughs> lick the wallpaper, and he's done like because he's all into that like molecular oh type of cooking. Yeah, but it's I have to admit I I love watching it. Yeah, that's cool. It's very cool. There's a scene in that movie with the fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the f- that scene is so out of place and very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they just, are they farting? They, they burp. Oh, they, they burp. burp. Oh, sorry. I misread. <laughs> yeah. I also thought of, of that at first, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gross, though. It and then it's gross. like, oh, they're floating up towards the ceiling fan where they're going to be dismembered, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have to burp. It's so weird. It's very but, weird. Okay, so he gives um, Charlie the chocolate factory... Because he's the only one that didn't break any rules, but I thought that was just him breaking a rule, but he just didn't die like the other four. Yeah. Um, Is it only her survival that gets him there? No, it's his loyalty because he gives each of the kids an everlasting gobstopper. Right. And they are all have been approached by... Slugworth. Slugworth. Oh, yeah, wow. who offers them all this money to buy it. And Charlie, who arguably needs the money the most um, of all the kids who seem pretty spoiled. Oh, his um, parents are feet to feet. Yeah. In their yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, four grandparents, grandparents one bed. In one bed. And, uh, and he puts the everlasting gobstopper back on Willy Wonka's desk. So he's not going to sell it to Slugworth. And then Willy Wonka turns around and is like, you did it, Charlie. Or something like yeah, that. Really, cre- right. really creepy. In my memory, that's really right. Yeah. <laughs> but I always wanted one of those candies so bad. Yeah. It looks weird. The Everlasting Gobstopper? Yeah. Yeah, that's not edible, I don't think. It that's... doesn't look edible. <laughs> but I wanted to know what it did. Also, the gum. What I wanted gum that gum. Do? Is that so full turkey dinner? Flavor. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah. 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 Then she gets to the blueberry pie, and that's she becomes where amazing. it goes awry. That's when she <laughs> really stepped in it. She became a blueberry. Yeah. Um, um, was it you and Christy that wanted that were thinking about um, derby names and they were <laughs> Veruca Assault? Veruca Assault and Violence Beauregard. I thought, like, I want to take credit for that, but I think I just repeat it. Mm. Uh, someone else came up with that joke, but I love it. Fair That's enough. really good. Yeah. That's really good. It's name. very good. Are we talking about, still talking about gross movies? Yeah. Besides yeah. one more. Do the gross. Um, oh, you have so many. Okay, yeah. Sausage Fest. Oh, I didn't. I know. Oh, wow. No. Well, Did you watch that? No. I oh no, I didn't like want to talk about pie. it alone. Well, what, what is the what is the part? It's is it uh, a sausage situation. It's the end is like quite a thing. Oh wait, oh sausage fest. Yeah, yes, the, yes, yes. yeah. I the adults not party because there's also sausage. Oh no, party, is there? Right? Is it sausage party? 
What's it called? Can't, I can't. You know, sausage party. We're not sure, but it might be a party. But I think you guys. It's I know a party. the one you're talking about now. Oh yeah, I wrote down sausage party. Okay. Oops. <laughs> I just said. Oops. Yeah. Have you seen I, it? For some reason, thought Sausage Fest was like a gross American pie. It like, does. Sound let's be honest. Like... These are both films. That we're just not talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But Sausage Fest, uh, just that end, which actually is not appropriate for radio. No, but yeah. suffice to say that listeners would, it's about like know about all, it. just having a big food orgy, basically. Yeah. Um, I watched it this morning. And oh, wow. It, it's <laughs> such a thing. It moved, it cuts like images so quickly. Like you can't even see all the things that are happening. It's, it was so shocking. I'm still shocked. <laughs> it is alarming. I watched the trailer and said, never. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did watch the movie, and I did like it, but things were things got disturbing. Not only in, like, that that was, like, the least disturbing. There was also just, like, a human massacre out, like, in the... Oh, yeah. In the grocery store. That they I did cover some, like, really... Also, like, disturb... Like, some things that were inappropriate, I thought. That were like more than some of the jokes. Uh, I can't really talk about it. I know. Yeah. You know what? Everyone just listen or watch it <laughs> or don't watch it. Some jokes I did really like, we but just say lots of them I also didn't. Let it be known, it's pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> sounds gross. Looks it gross. Is sick. Can I talk about uh, Ratatouille? Oh yeah. right, yeah. Ratatouille. Um, there's a lot of things about Ratatouille that I, I really like. I think that it's like it's a beautiful movie. It looks really nice. Um, I don't know any of the actors in it, but I can't think of I them. I think, think of them. Um, the life partner of Michelle McNamara, <laughs> Patton Oswalt. R.P. Patton Oswalt. I think he's the mouse. Oh, cool. Yeah, the rat. The rat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> A larger mouth. <laughs> a larger, a larger, large more mouse. disgusting mouth. And what I love about that movie is like how it shows like when you eat food, it takes you back to your childhood and it has like meaning. And so I think it's really cool. But I think the whole premise is really disgusting. I think mm. I can't do you imagine that rats belong in a kitchen. No, rats do not belong in the kitchen. That's fair. I just can't imagine the board meeting in Pixar where somebody was like, I have this idea. It's about a rat that controls a man by pulling on his hair and he cooks <laughs> in Paris. Like, very strange. It feels like they reverse engineered it. Like, they had the name and they're like, I think. Make it happen. I know a film <laughs> following this. Yeah. I just, I, I just find it really gross. You don't think that if you pull your hair, you can turn into a, a huge marionette? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could try during the break, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, I just, there's something about it that really, just the idea of like having a rat on your head while you're cooking is. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's not a ideal situation for the, <laughs> for that chef. No, because you know their little claws would be kind of digging into your scalp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it's a hot. Hot food in front of you and a hot, and a hot rat on you. <laughs> yeah, you have a rat on you. And and this is just a little tangent, but why is the rat American? He has an American accent. Just wait. Okay, I know you mentioned that. Does he actually talk? Yeah. The rat Doesn't does he? talk? Yeah, he talks to he his like silent. little buddies. He, yeah, he like, uh, they do some inter-rat talking. Oh, right, inter-rat only, <laughs> but, but not think, to the humans. No. Yeah, okay. I think he like nods and does things like that. Yeah. yeah, he's not like a space dog or whatever. No, he yeah. does a lot of um, a b uh, body language. Oh, body language. Um, 
Okay, so I think it's time to listen to our word from our sponsors. Uh, don't go separating like uh, from the station like a batch of bad holidays. We will be back talking more food movies with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham and my special guests, Fran Tammon and Devin Stoltz. Uh, we're going to be back talking some foodie films, but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. Yay! Um, Yay. And since Jeremy is on assignment at Ellen's bedside, um, I'll have to do the Jeremy thing, which is, it's game time, people! All week I scour the internet to find a movie that these two haven't heard of, and then they tell me what they think it's about. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll tell them what it's really about, and then we just have fun. So he sent me this film, and it is called Tampopo. Do you know what year it was made? Um, I think it is uh, in the eighties, eighty-five. That doesn't help me. But Can I have Tampopo. a language of origin? <laughs> I think, I think, I believe that you do know the language of origin. <laughs> okay. Without too many hints. Okay. Okay. Cool. How um, confident are you? I was taking that like spelling bee. That was oh, my, yeah, my yeah. inspiration there. How confident? Uh, I feel confident wise, uh, 3.7. Out of 10? Out of 10. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to 2, so. <laughs> I'm going to, so when I first heard of it, I, I made up mine. It is, I said it was about a young man who is uh, next in line to take over the family uh, restaurant called Tampopo. Mm. Um, but then he drunkenly bets the restaurant against the, um, the warring restaurant's family and he loses it and then he's spent the rest of the film with a bunch of hijinks trying to get the restaurant back into the family's rightful hands. I love that. I'd watch that. Wow. So, I'm already writing. I'm working <laughs> on the screenplay. So, okay. right you're now. writing it. Yeah. Um, I had kind of thought it would be like a low-budge, like, Kung Fu Panda remake, but not with a panda, like with like a, I pictured like a pink little bunny type Pikachu. Oh. And, um... And his family is like, they own a restaurant, but like it's more of a bakery, not a noodle house. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And he's like a total screw up. And he's always like knocking stuff over or like ruining the cakes. This animated, by the way. Is his it, name Tampopo? And yeah, his name is Tampopo. And he's and, pink? And he's, he's pink. Okay. Um, he's like a, like imagine like a pink Pikachu is what I thought. Because I, I have a very small imagination when it comes <laughs> to Tampopo. And, um, and he's always knocking stuff over, like squishing cakes by accident. And his family's like, Tampopo! Oh, that's <laughs> and that's cute. like, that's it's a, a kid's film. film. <laughs> I'd watch that too. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on Tampopo. Okay. I think it's Japanese. Mm. I think, and I, I I lived in Japan for a few years, so I have an idea of how Japanese films tend to go. So what I think is happening here is there's like a noodle shop that some grandparents own, and my my plot's pretty similar to yours, Sean. Um, so these grandparents own this noodle house, and they're like super old, so they're <laughs> because they're because they're, they're grandparents, grandparents of, course. of course. So their like grandson has to move from Tokyo or some big city to their like small town to run the noodle house mm -hmm. uh, and there he's going to just like fall in love with like a local noodle girl from the town noodle girl. <laughs> noodle girl. <laughs> and he but he's like he's gonna be like oh i don't want to be here i want to leave and then he'll end up loving it by the end it's very like harvest moon Oh, I love game. Harvest Moon, um, the video yeah. game. It also sounds like when you sing karaoke and there's like a music video behind it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. a little bit feel like that. That's the plot. That and it, it. There's just like a weird scene where they're like on a bridge and they're like throwing sticks into the bridge. And then there's a scene where they're like picking and she, apples. Like, runs away, like kind of sad. Yeah. But then they remake 
meet up later. They giggle. But nothing really happens yeah. other than they just eat noodles and fall in love. Who can ask for more? Um, So, actually, it is a 1985 Japanese comedy um, referred to as the first ramen western as a take on spaghetti western. Um, It's about two Japanese milk truck drivers who help a restaurant owner learn how to cook great noodles, which is honestly so close to what you just said. It just said, kind it's of. just noodles. It's all noodles? <laughs> there was noodles involved. I mentioned and noodles, a, but not in I presume really it's relation. an old woman also. <laughs> there so. was, was there love involved? Um, I, Are they just buddies? Maybe the milk chocolate drivers fell in love. Fell in love. That would be a good ending. Yeah. Noodles bringing so. people together. And Lady milk. in the Tramp. <laughs> oh, they just chug a glass of milk. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> How do you do it? Uh, Tube of milk. (laughs) So this game is brought to us once again by our fearless sponsors, the RPL Film Theater, which is the best film for the smallest monies anywhere in the city. And this week, they're playing the documentary Three Identical Strangers. Oh. Which you saw, Fran. Which I can speak to as being so good. It looks amazing. Yeah. That, and that, like, so good, end quote. (laughs) But I, like... From Fran. um, Our friend Roxana said... It's a must-see, and I saw it, and I agree with her. Amazing. Yeah. Must-see it. Get must yourselves see? over there. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, people. Um, let's get back to some food movies. Mm-hmm. Movies. Um, do you guys think making food is as sexy as it seems to be <laughs> as they try to make it on screen? Sexy foods. I watched the trailer for Chocolat. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't I, know. I know. I actually haven't... I. I haven't seen a lot of Chocolat, but I remember when it was everywhere, when yeah. uh, it yeah. was nominated for, those, for an Oscar. Um, and there's a scene that I remember where Judy Dench is like a grumpy old lady, and she walks into her shop and is like, your cocoa's gone rancid. And Juliette <laughs> Binoche is like, it's cayenne pepper. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, Juliette Binoche is like a pharmacist. Like, mm-hmm. every time someone walks in and they're like, I have a headache and my husband hits me. And she's like, try cocoa nibs. And yeah. she just, like, has, like, a chocolate She's like everyone. a chocolate, like, healer. She's a chocolate <laughs> healer. A chocolate witch. Yeah. And then doesn't Johnny Depp come yeah. in and they have, like, isn't there, like, a pottery scene? Some a la ghost oh. with chocolate? I made that up. I don't think that's um, true. I Maybe can picture it even though that didn't happen. Yeah. But awesome. it's, like, it was just one step away from that. They're making... Pots out of chocolate. <laughs> They're doing something with hot chocolate. I do love that movie a lot, yeah. and it is very sexy. But, um, but I like. I don't. I've never really had a cooking experience that feels that like luxurious sexy. and and cool. Yeah, you're like you're hot. You're kind of stressed. Yeah, you're just like run whipping around a kitchen, like. Grace is flying. It's not a very hot. Totally. Hobby. Yeah. I feel like it'd be different too if you like. She was taught all these recipes by her mother, and so like making all of her her items is like second nature to her. Mm-hmm. So she's like so proficient at it that everything just comes so easily, and she can teach people easily too. And I don't have like an arsenal of things yeah. I make regularly, like at least like you know four times a month or something, like she does. So maybe if I made the same things all the time. I could feel that joy, but I know working in chocolate can be tricky. Oh, it's hard. So (laughs) she makes it look way easier than it is. And also, every time... I became very aware of how much people's mouths made noise every time they ate a chocolate. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of sick. Mouth noises are disturbing. 
No, don't. Oh my God, we should be eating chips right now. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody get the tube tubes out. (laughs) (laughs) So there's like all of those like ASMR videos of people like eating pickles. Oh, that's the show after this. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's its own one. It's the ASMR pickle hour. (laughs) (laughs) All pickles. All pickles. Pickles. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Uh, is there any chefs that you guys admire in film? You uh, know, I do admire the rat from Ratatouille. Oh, it Whoa. all comes... <laughs> I'm Controversial. Going, I'm going back to it. I, while I think that Ratatouille is gross, because uh, it is, um, he... I mean, imagine if you like had to cook using a human puppet and mm-hmm. hair, like marionette style. He's very proficient. And he's a good, he's a good cook. He is. So yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for him. Um... What one of those things that you see in like a food movie where it's like sometimes the chef is portrayed as kind of like a genius, uh-huh. like the like the rat. Yeah. He like just knows what ingredients to add and just kind of like without any training just right. knows how it goes. And I feel like that's that's so rare, if not impossible. But I really love and I still like that. But I also <laughs> really love um for a completely other reason, under the Tuscan sun, Ooh. when she starts um, cooking for all of her hired hands, and her meals just get like progressively more elaborate, and um, she befriends all of them, and it's one of those little heartwarming um, scenes where they just keep showing like each meal and each meal and each oh, meal, and the men being happier bad. and happier, and they kind of become a little family. You're a Diane Lane gal. I I know, <laughs> and I think her name is like Fran in the movie oh, or something, really? Francis. So I feel like extra. <laughs> that is actually very sweet. Anything, uh, anything in like a Italian orchard just automatically looks right. Oh, delicious. Yeah. How about Jiro from Jiro Dreams of Sushi? It's oh, a, a I, documentary. I've yes. actually never seen it. I started it once, but, but I should have. That yeah. would have been. It's good. Amazing. He like owns a little sushi restaurant on in like a subway station in Tokyo, and he's just been making sushi for like for his whole life mm-hmm. and to get a reservation it's like a three year wait That's he's just wild. so dedicated yeah it's it's a really good documentary it's like a 20 person restaurant or something right? yeah there, it, it, the seating is like 12 people we might as well all just make a reservation now yeah. just in case we ever get there yeah wow I don't know if Hero or Jiro will be around <laughs> for much longer yeah, he's old I, but I think true. his son I don't know I don't know the Jiro lore I think mm-hmm. I remember that his son he's trying to groom his son to take the reins his son's like 50 mm-hmm. but his son is not ready and Hero is too much of a perfectionist to pass it over isn't that uh, the plot of Pompoko, the sequel to Tom Poker? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, it could be. Yeah. Um, I, maybe this fits here too because I was researching quickly. I uh, wanted to watch like a few clips from the movie Waitress um, oh with Carrie Russell because I love all the names of her pies. Like I don't want to have Earl's baby pie, and like I hate my <laughs> husband pie, and like she makes all these like really rustic pies, and she's very talented, and it's so cute. And then YouTube suggested to me. That I watched the scene from The Help, oh, where she makes that chocolate pie. Yeah, Ooh, and that pie is not delicious. No, except it is. Except it might be because she's eating it. And she's like, oh. "This is so good." And it was great to see Bryce Dallas Howard just eat that pie. Eat that pie. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: uh, There's something in that pie. I watched a movie called Chef this week. Oh, that's cute. You, you oh have right, you seen it? Yeah. yeah. I um. 
I love a cooking montage when it starts with a chef like unfurling their knives. <laughs> I'm like, bridge for something here. Um, I actually didn't like love the movie, but there was so many good shots of food, like, like um, fat like glistening on a pork as he like turns it over Mm -hmm. or just like there was a really iconic pesto pasta that he made where it looked it made me want to be able to make pasta or like start making pasta it was like that looks so good Mm -hmm. but i also was just like we just like a you know there's large fat rude man that is like (laughs) you know dating scarlett johansson and his ex-wife is uh sofia vergara like yeah that is so annoying it's not realistic yeah talking about uh movies with that make me appreciate it well i don't know is a documentary chef's table on netflix that makes me not only a want to eat not really cook because i can't cook at that level Mm -hmm. but it makes me appreciate those people because they're so good it's amazing so beautiful there's a new season apparently pastry or i thought there was another one pastry yeah i watched the christina tosi episode like four times while practicing for the great canadian baking she's an inspiration she's so good I want to eat that birthday cake. Um, it counts. I'm not very stringent with these guys. Okay. I know. I was worried that I might mention TV by accident, but Jeremy's not here. And I would just cut the (laughs) movie. You have to leave. (laughs) Um, Also, I was just thinking uh, that Chef also portrays a side of kitchens that you don't see that often, which is like the, not only like the beautiful parts of delicious food, but also the like insane like male ego and mm-hmm. rampant alcoholism that basically yeah. everyone faces. <laughs> like every kitchen I worked in, I'm like, oh, these dudes are the worst. Yeah. Or like, but maybe it's like the singular focus on stuff like that, but kitchens just breed some real rough stuff. Yeah. Although I've worked a lot of restaurants and I do always have like a lot of fun in the kitchen. Feels like they're like when it's not super stressful, there's such a nice camaraderie sometimes in the back. Yeah. But it's all not always easy. There was that movie. Is it called Burnt with Bradley Cooper? Yeah, it, I haven't he, like, seen that. It's very yelly. I have. I've. I think I fell asleep. If mm. I'm being honest, but it's like very um, that British chef Hugh. Oh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Too stressful for me. I. I. Yeah, it stresses me out. But have you seen Gordon Ramsay on the children's one? Master, no. Children's Master Chef. Yeah. Apparently, he's very he's nice. Very nice oh actually yes i have seen that the kids are so stressed some of them the kids are so stressed but then he'll like just like kneel down and like say something really sweet to them and (laughs) they'll like get it together and like keep cooking and it's very heartwarming i can't imagine being a parent and being like oh yeah my child's gonna be on this competition reality show yeah no i mean i don't want to pass judgment but i am because I'm, I'm an adult and I did a competition reality show, and it's a lot of stress. I can't. I remember making all sorts of weird, gross things as a kid. I can't rem- believe that they're actually like making like cohesive meals. I know. I'd be like, I made a cake with black <laughs> icing and yeah. then I put uh, purple Fruit Loops on it and <laughs> held it an uh, octopus. But those kids are all super rich, and they all have like private chefs. So I think uh, that's where that comes from. Privilege. So they're, they're all very um, privileged. That movie Burnt reminds me of the movie I was watching just after work today called Toast. Have you oh, heard I of that? Know it. Oh. it is I do recommend it. It's British and it's about it's kind of like a based on the life of this chef Nigel Slater. And his mom is like a terrible chef and she passes away when he's a young boy. And his dad gets remarried and basically him and his dad never see eye to eye because Nigel uh, is is gay 
and also like loves cooking like from a very young age and his mom can really only make toast uh-huh. um, and so every time they botch something she's like better make toast um, and once she passes away his dad marries Helena Bottom Carter Ooh. who as like, one does as you do <laughs> as, as you should. do and she's kind of you know she's spooky and yeah. great and Nigel like growing up in his teen years with this stepmother, they're always like at odds at each other's necks and they're vying for his father's love like with food. Oh wow. And to the detriment of his dad's health. Like Yeah. See, he's eating a lot wow. of dessert. But um food in that movie is really like the forefront, obviously. It's about his passion for food. And cool. he like didn't eat any vegetables not out of a can until he was like old enough to make it himself. It's like um that just the mom can only make toast reminds me of um, Cher from uh, Mermaids. No. Oh. She's <laughs> like the sorry. mom of um, Christina Ricci and Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. But she has the only cookbook she has is um, an appetizer cookbook. <laughs> and so she can only make appetizers. <laughs> and she always just makes like little sandwiches and like cut out with cookie cutters and like all these outrageous meals. They're, They're always, always just like, like Mom, we're mom, so hungry. <laughs> Like Beautiful crudite. <laughs> it's really funny. That's really good. That's cute. Um, well, I think we have to just move things along now to uh, a what you watching. Oh goodness! Do you guys have any anything that you've been taking in this evening or this week? Yeah, I've been watching myself on TV, which is weird. That's that is outrageous. So that it, it's strange, very strange. And other than that, uh, my the people I live with, my friends, my roommates, they just bought the latest season of Game of Thrones. Ooh. So yeah. I've al- I've al- already watched it, but I need to rewatch it. It has been over a year since yeah. there's been any episode of Game of Thrones. So I think now's like a good time to go and rewatch it in preparation mm-hmm. for early 2019 is I, I don't know when the new um, oh, who knows nobody knows yeah nobody really knows so that's that's what I've been watching Exciting. myself and Cersei Lannister ooh yeah um well just two two queens we're very similar <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm very, very similar vicious. to Cersei Lannister on the Great Canadian Baking Show. Oh, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> do you get shamed? <laughs> Publicly shamed? <laughs> yeah, I do. I walk shame. down the street shame. with a bell. They, just throw, they throw apples at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole show, actually. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, so you don't You are friend. featured in like a very dramatic moment in the opening where you open a open an oven, oven and a yeah. bunch of smoke flies out. That's pretty much the <gasps> That's same. like the... Drama. That is some real drama. I'm a real drama queen, yeah. just like Cersei Lannister. So. It follows you. <laughs> it does. The whole show is just like you it's, it's like m- tricking people. It's me reacting pretty mm. much. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching. Um yeah. Watch out uh Sadia and Timothy. <laughs> and Timothy. <laughs> I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like Target's on them. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, uh we Fran and I both actually went to Mamma Mia at the Globe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> movie or a show but it was something we watched and it was amazing it was such a joy it was so great oh, cool. and uh i was like who's gonna want to come with me to this because it was like my mom or my mom <laughs> and sean's like i'll go so i'm going with my mom tomorrow again oh, <laughs> but yeah. i got to see it with sean um first and there it's a beautiful cast oh i grinned like <laughs> yeah. the whole way and <laughs> Um, so yeah, Fran had season tickets and they are front row. Oh, cool. And we were right at 
butt level. Oh, yeah. And it is a very, <laughs> like, butt-heavy cast. And that sounds wrong. I feel like it... <laughs> That's a good thing. Right yeah. Oh, it was... It was... We were like, these people are so athletic. They dance for a living. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. It was stunning. So many times we had to, like, clutch each other's arms and be like, did you see? Yes. I, did you? Oh, my goodness. And, like, just make quick eye contact, like, both short of breath. like. And also just, like, the music is, like, magically catchy. It's, oh, it's makes so good. Sense. Have you seen that meme? And it's like, let's make Mamma Mia the the, the fast and, and, and the furious. Of, no. <laughs> so it's like, we need Mama to Mia. Mama, Tokyo <laughs> Drift. It's like we need Mamma Mia to become <laughs> to the me. musical version of the Fast and the Furious. I want that. Yeah, I want that too. We're I running think. out of ABBA songs. <laughs> no, no. Let's okay, we'll recycle mind. them. Oh yeah, you're right. We'll just keep doing it. Yeah. They did have to adapt a few, even for the second. There was some. some oh yeah. Have you seen the second one? I have. It's great. I have it's not. great. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it. Uh, is it I should adapt. Good? It's great in that it's very enjoyable. Yeah. But it's not great in some ways. That it's a like the it's, plot is nuts. that it's bad. <laughs> well, the plot of Mamma Mia is like I forgot when we're watching. It, I'm like, right, the story is cheesy, but they do so well with it. Like, the yeah. actors are great, and the songs are great, and the costumes are great. So, it's just like the story. Like, I forgot what the story was. And then also at intermission, you and I couldn't remember the ending. No. We're like, right, who even is her when, dad? Even while we were watching it, we were like, what is it? Yeah, the plot of the second is basically, can she run it in? Like, yeah. there's no stakes at all, really. Right. Um, but, like you said, the characters carry it so far. Because it's set, like, in the past. Right. Like, 20 years in the past. Right. So then all of her fun, fab friends are also, like, in their 20s. And fab. Yeah. Sure. And, like Christina Brans Christine Bransky's like ha- is like twenty years old and like Cher plays her mother. Except that Cher plays her mother in the same timeline as like, the first one. Oh right, because the mother casts Multiple her out. Timelines? Right? Well like it's like the lake house. It's a little bit. <laughs> Cher the can of reason is. <laughs> it, There's it time is travel. <laughs> Basically you guys should definitely get yourselves to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta go watch Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. And then... <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> and then Mamma Mia Live. In yeah. Globe at, at the Globe Theater. At the Globe. Oh, absolutely. Fran, did you watch anything else this week? Or just the just movies related? Um, I watched, you know, some food movies. I also watched Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs yeah. 2. Welcome um, 2, as Christy's old yeah. used to call Welcome it. Welcome 2. Can't say the whole right, thing. Right. I was told Nikki I'd tell... I'd say the abbreviation as, like, a real fan. Um, and you know what? That is, it's so cute because the fruit are like little animals and I had written them down and forgot to bring it, but they're like flamingos, uh, like mango uh, flamingos. And my favorite are the shrimp pansies. They're like little chimpanzees, but they're, but they're shrimp, shrimp. But shrimp are also the, an animal. The, that's two animals. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, it is flawed. <laughs> you don't eat the chimpanzee. No. Yeah. It doesn't always work out, but, um... <laughs> That's very confusing. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Sure. Like, it's I, maybe not like a, a great film, but it's so cute. And that can save a film. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I will start capping off this episode, you guys. Thank you so oh. much for joining us all. In the absence of my other two hosts, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> Devin and I can do it again, you know, if they... Whenever you need. Yeah. Be back. Um... 
We'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song Manituna for our theme song and our gender sponsor, the LPL, RPL Film Theatre. Thanks to my amazing co-hosts, as I just said, and everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on CJTR website. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow, and have a good evening. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.